This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Ken Knapsack is a middle-aged digital broadcaster in Los Angeles, California. Alex Welsh is a young writer living in Iowa. Through the world the schmoes know, they have formed a friendship much like William Miller and Lester Bangs in the movie Almost Famous, mentor and protege, master and the student, friends. Alex calls Ken. He is always up to take the call. These are their conversations. Hey, Alex. Hey, Chen. Are you up? I'm always up. What's on your mind? New beginnings, sir. New, new beginnings. New beginnings? That sounds downright yeah. positive, young man. I know. It's strange. W- what has happened since the last time we talked? I mean, it wasn't like a depressing conversation, but it, it seemed like we had some things to work through. Are you telling me you worked through them? I would like to say that our conversations are melancholy, and they fall on a positive or negative side of melancholy each time. <laughs> time. Uh, I like that. A positive uh, a positive. That's melancholy. what I like to describe them as. <laughs> is, 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 is positive melancholy a thing? Uh, I mean, it can be when the weather is right, I think. You're making it a thing. For me, at least. Yeah. I'm making it a thing, Jen. I'm a writer. I can do that. You can. You can write anything you I want, think. my friend. All right. First things first, before we dive into it, and maybe this is part of the new beginnings, but uh, the last time we talked, I was strongly encouraging you, nay, demanding that you ask a young lady out on a proper uh, date of some sort. Did that happen? Yeah, I asked her out. Really? Get yeah, out I did. Of here. I, did. I, I, I texted you the next morning. I asked her out. Yeah. You can't. I mean, um, you can't see because we refuse to do video. Because I don't want. I want. I don't want you to see how I'm dressed right now. But you. You can't see this proud smile on my face, and dare I say, almost the awe on my face because it's something I can't do. Uh, and you. I. You text her, which is probably weird for me, not for your generation. But all right, okay, take me through this. I call it a, uh, when I when I ask her to roll out over social media. I call it brave. But sort of a glass version of brave, where it's okay. kind of see through. Okay. Because it's not nearly as as brave as like actually going to like a school hallway and you it, know approaching her in front of you, people and asking her out. Would you describe it as a translucent courage? I would say that's the perfect way to describe okay. it. Yes. Translucent courage, the name of our first album. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That sounds like a that sounds like it to be a Stillwater album. I like that. Stillwater. All right, so you text <laughs> you text this girl uh, a date question. Uh, the result is almost I almost don't even need to know, but I, I'm going to ask the result. What happened? Uh, she said no. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because of course she said no outright no. She she said uh, um, not right now. Which is like what I take as a no, because not, not right now. Okay, well, there's some translucent she, hope in that. 
I mean, yeah, but it's like a it's like a one percent hope. <laughs> like when when a person says not right now, yeah, it means uh usually means never. I've learned, I, uh, and that's and that's usually be and and that's usually because they don't want to be rude and they don't want to completely crush your hope. But personally, I would rather her just say. No, I really appreciate it, but no. Okay, <laughs> that's well, what I that that that's that's fair. Uh, uh, look, I I think is there if there's one percent chance you're still alive, damn it, you're still alive. Stay alive. I will find you. Uh, you th- that's all right, but but the fact that you did it, I, I are you proud of yourself for even doing it? It's a big, I mean, I guess you should well, you should be, but you should be because. I'm not proud of myself very often, Mr. Knapsack. I understand, and I'm not proud of myself very often either. This is why we're having these phone conversations. But that's the I want you, and maybe it's not on this phone call, but maybe at some point this weekend when you're tooling around the cornfields of Iowa, I want you to stop thinking about playing baseball on the field, and, and, I, and I want you to just go, you know what? I did something that was hard for me. The end result might it might not have gone the way you wanted, but you did something that was hard for you. You gonna do that? Uh, I'm, I will definitely not be trolling through the cornfields. I can tell you that, but I might like go set out on my driveway late at night. Oh, and do I'm, it once. I'm, I'm sorry. I just assumed that's what you all do in Iowa. That's what most of the kids do, Ken. Okay. So. I mean, my, my father grew up in Fort Dodge, Iowa, after he immigrated here from uh, from Russia. I, I assume that's what he did his entire childhood too. Probably maybe went to some maid rights. Probably a little bit of that. I don't know what that is. Is that something with cows? It's it, it's it's meat and it's not good meat. Mm. I that was something that was hyped up so much when I moved out here and I ate it. I was like, really, huh. really? It's like steamed meat on a plain bun with onions and like uh, and it's like pulled apart meat. It's kind of like. Meat. I don't know the kind, the kind of like the I, meat you would get at like a yeah. like a lunchroom cafeteria. Uh, I th- I think uh, pulled meat is a uh, is is uh, in, in in the name itself it inspires no confidence in me. Exactly. Um, I do like a good pulled pork, but we're getting off the subject. I here. like pulled pork, but it's like it's like freckles of I, I get you of meat. We're, yeah. we're off the subject here. The point is, last time we talked, you you liked a girl. Um, and, and you weren't going to make any kind of effort to ask this girl out. You did via text message, which again, apparently according to your generation is okay. And, and she said, not at this time, please reapply later when the job is open. But, but you did that. And that's, that makes me happy. You talk about new beginnings that that's something I can't do at 39 years of age. There's guys like us who can't. There's guys like that. They they burp out date invitations uh, when they're not even thinking. But guys like us, it is a bit of a struggle, and that's okay. And, and you did it. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, but now now what are you gonna do? Because <laughs> you're still alone. <laughs> Thank you're, you for the reminder. You're still alone writing some poems. I do not write poetry. Maybe Can you should we start. This? Maybe she would have said yes if you uh, if you start. Let, let me ask you this: I'm not. Done. She knows I'm a writer, and she, knows. she has How never you... shown any interest in me in my writing. Uh, wait till you get to Hollywood. As long as you can promise them a part. Is this where I go to be an actress? Um, what What did you what, what did you ask her again? What, what was your date? What was your date proposal to her? I, I asked her if she wanted to get coffee with me. Get coffee with you. I, you know what? And I know we have some female listeners out there, and I, I, I think. Because I've learned 
burned. Say that again. Say that again. Like, I, I, there was another moment where I was brave, and okay. I, I've learned. I've learned, and I'll preface this with the coffee thing because some people might be like, ask her out for dinner. Here's okay. the thing. Okay. I've learned that as much as I would like dinner to be the first date, as much as I would like that to be the first date, yeah. maybe it's a little bit too old for the kids my age, and mm. uh, they prefer something in the daytime. Um, uh, peppy, I guess, which is not me, and coffee. <laughs> Uh, which peppy. is me. Did you say the girls your your generation want want something peppy? Yeah, I did, Ken. I did. <laughs> I feel like David Letterman. Peppy? Hey Paul. Paul, did you hear that? They like peppy dates. Um all right. I what, yeah, I, I think it's safer. I think it's safer. I know that some women do appreciate the idea of a, a old fashioned good old date of of Arrange times for pickups, doors being opened, and dinners, and all that good stuff, and maybe a suit jacket. I understand that that's maybe. I I, I don't think you made a mistake there. The coffee is a good, safe, safe question to ask. Um, but if she had said yes, what would that have done to your psyche? <laughs> it's a fair question because I'll tell you what. I would have written some really happy screenplay scenes. <laughs> That would have worked. But see, it, see, success sometimes in that realm, like very, very, very rarely over the course of my adult life, this is going 20 years is what I count. I don't count high school. Um, and you're officially out of that now, so good for you. It's now beginning. But, but, but Thank you. over the last 20 years, I have not had a lot of success. Uh, not necessarily just with women, but in, in even the recruitment of women, where I don't have a lot of friends coming up and asking me, you know, hey, uh, this uh, you want to, you want to talk to this girl? She she kind of likes you. So sometimes when that does happen, and it has happened over the last twenty years, of hey, I, I have someone you might want to meet, the, the potential of success destroys my psyche almost more than the the failure at, at women. Does that make sense? Silence. No, it doesn't destroy my psyche. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't destroy. It doesn't. It doesn't destroy my psyche. Uh-huh. Um, but here's the thing. Yeah, I said this earlier. I said this last uh, last time we talked, yeah. which was I imagine six months from now. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, when I do get a yes, which is rare, uh, I wish I could skip to the six months because when you're first dating somebody and they don't know your personality, mm-hmm. I think guys like me and you kind of rely on our personalities to get the yeah. girl. <laughs> um, it's clearly not worked for me, but yes, I do. It, it, you can't make one mistake. What do you mean? And is like, like you can't come off as weird or too serious. Um, Cause I've done that. I've done that. I can see that. with uh, you. You're intense. Aren't you? You're intense. I'm a really intense guy. Yeah, I learned that. I'm tr- I learned, trying to work on it. I learned that when I dare uh, think a Star Wars name is silly. You get you get intense. I understand. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Really can. Yeah. Well, let's not let's not go into. Snow. What would you do if all of a sudden I Jedi mind tricked you and you looked around your room and had no idea what all those action figures were? Um, yeah. I'd probably feel a lot of relief because then I could move on with my life. <laughs> I just I just spent forty more dollars today on some Funko Pops. Check our Twitter, people. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So this girl says no, and you seem to be okay with it. Um, you seem to not be surprised, which may be a, a therapy issue in and of itself. But no. What's... No, because I yeah. – and I said this last time. I didn't necessarily expect this one to work out anyways. Why is that? Uh, circumstances. Timing. 
timing, I guess. Because I am moving out to California okay. in about a month. And mm-hmm. that's something we can talk about in yeah. in a few minutes. Okay. Um, I am moving out to California in about a month. She still lives here. Yeah. And uh, we're not the same age. And What's the difference? It, What's the age? Just, uh, uh, three. Three. She's years. three. She's three um, years older than you. Yeah, I would hope because if it was younger, it would be illegal. Um, you are of that age and concern now. All right, all right, all right. I yeah. get it. She's a little older. I'm Good aware. for you. I'm aware. Good for yeah. you. Uh, and it just it just won't work out. Okay, you you kind of went in defeating, but 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 you went in. You've gotten to the cage and did battle. Yeah, and, and we haven't. I will say this. Mm-hmm. I am a little bit sad because we don't talk much anymore. Now, oh. because of it, which is, I think, why I wait so long to ask girls out is because I'm afraid of that communication line ending. Um, oh, that's a I'm good point. No, that's, I, I had gotten used to her uh, talking to me. That's, but that, you know what? That's very insightful, Alex, because that, that, especially for for the 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 guys and and the girls it, i don't want to say it's just the guys that have this problem there there are girls in this in this personality group that 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 form friendships and in the relationships if there are any come out of the friendships so sometimes you get so far into it that suddenly turning to someone and going hey you you want to kiss uh it's going to it going to it's going to make things a little potentially awkward if it goes wrong and yeah there is some of us out there who value in the end think it's gonna suck by having to not experience this person romantically but yeah in the long run maybe i know it's better it's it's like eating your vegetables before steak um i i get it that's insightful that's a good point alex i i, I get it all right listen when i i get i i i get i keep my contacts and my text messages and my phone calls small yeah. I am a very uh, OCD person about that. Mm. But when I get used to a name feeling – when I get used to a name appearing in that list mm-hmm. and then they stop appearing, it feels very, very empty feels, okay. all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and, I, and, and social media is just the worst because not, not only is it normally difficult yeah. to imagine what the other person is doing. When you can lit when they're when they are literally <laughs> updating you ten times a day on how they do that's true with adorable photos of themselves yeah it just sucks that 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 <laughs> it abs- just sucks that absolutely shit yeah that's that's a that's another great point is it's it's changed because in in high school and and, and even college uh, my col- my nineteen twenty twenty one age group yeah you're right when you had a crush on a girl. Uh, you you had no idea what she was doing, and so you—that was part of the fun—is just imagining. Are, are they thinking about me? And now you can go to Facebook and Twitter and go, "Oh nope, they're not." Oh, I'm the Instagram one. Instagram too. Instagram oh, is a big one now. Instagram, Periscope, uh, Tumblr, Pinterest, whatever. There's so much friends. Periscope hasn't hit this place yet. I will say that Periscope, Periscope hasn't, hasn't, hit, hasn't hit this place yet. Hasn't hit. You know what? Periscope. I I taught some recently taught some of my friends. In my hometown as well about Periscope. Um, and, and Stop it. You're spreading it. You're spreading yeah. it. At my hometown. That would just be – that would be the worst to actually be able to watch them live. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> that would be the worst. It's like, worst. It's, it's like, like no matter – human connection at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I don't want that kind of human connection. Well, it, watching them on Periscope would be like oh, no matter what they were doing or saying, you just hear coming out of their mouths, I don't like Alex and here I am proving it. I, I could see that could hurt. You're not nothing worse than that. You're not out of my mind. 
yeah. that's worse because she's on my mind. Yeah, and there's, and that's frustrating. Well, there's those moments, and again, man or woman, there's that genre of person who you you spend hours contemplating and thinking and, and, and wondering what this person's doing and thinking and if you guys could have a future if you just asked or or clearly maybe maybe she's home thinking as me thinking about me just as much as I'm thinking about her and then when you when whatever it is social media or just somebody when it, you discover that oh no I'm just a fleeting thought in their mind that that may be one of those bigger than heartbreak moments I'd rather be rejected yeah. Yeah, I, I wrote something in one of my first screenplays. It's a bad screenplay, but it's actually maybe the only thing I like in it, yeah. which is uh, the character says, uh, I wish I would get a notification every time uh, I'm on your mind. Oh, that's very sad and sweet at the same time. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – and I'm sure, I, I'm, I'm sure the screenplay sucks. You have to write – Several screenplays oh, that it sucked. was bad. <laughs> it I, was worst. I've written, gosh, thirteen plus screenplays, feature length screenplays. Now, not counting teleplays, sketches, and all that other wonderful stuff. Thirteen screenplays, and they they started horrible and got pretty good, and then they kind of regressed to horrible again. It's it's uh, and that's the point where I knew I had to leave it. But uh, I'm on my third feature, and it's actually pretty good. My Second one was all right. My third one's pretty good. Just keep writing, man. That's the advice. Yeah. Just keep writing. Don't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Just yeah. keep going. So why is it New Beginnings? Is it the California thing? Yeah, it's something that happened today. I won't get too specific. Okay. But it was a good day today. There the- was a lot of stuff that just sort of came together. Okay. Where it felt like it felt like an '80s song. I could hear the synth in the background at points, where I just felt kind of happy, and that's rare for me. I'd say it was more like Simple Minds Breakfast Club synth. I could hear that in the background. It was Simple Minds. Don't yeah, I'd say something like that. Get about me. Okay. Yeah. Um, or, or have you ever heard uh, the song "Dreaming" by Blondie? Of course, I've heard "Dreaming" by Blondie. You Debbie Harry yeah. freak. Yeah. Shush, Ken. Not a freak, just I love I, it. Uh, it's so, that so, sort of so stuff That's came together. Time. I know you've been planning this move to California, uh, specifically to L.A., specifically yeah. to Hollywood. Well, specifically, maybe you don't know quite yet. Um, but um, are the when you say things came together, is it something specific or something? Yeah, I mean, in the universe, yeah, it's something that can sort of really like besides packing boxes and stacking them against the wall, something that actually sort of gets it in motion. Mm-hmm. which was nice um and then i got some cool work updates and i got and i it was just one of those days where i kind of you felt good it was nice and i said this before but the weather was got better progressively throughout the day <laughs> and weather affects my mood really in what more way? than uh it should if it rains uh-huh. i love it rain is my favorite type of weather oh, which is yeah, totally predictable but i don't sure. care i love it no, um, rain, rain is my rain is my jam. Rain, cold, fifty-eight degrees and cloudy all day. I'm a happy camper. Yeah, same. I love it. I, I love it when the sun is blocked out, but you can still kind of see it by the clouds. I love that. You're a dark, twisted um, soul. So things are I, coming together. Is it, fine but it, with that? Yeah. Maybe you can't talk about it, but it's palpable. You see, you see, see this it. change I in your eyes. Taste it. And it's you, stressful, but yeah. it's also. Oh yeah. Um, I don't care that it is. Yeah, and then and then uh, and then you you also graduated high school by the oh by the way since our last yeah, thing I, I, yeah last Friday yeah how do you feel about almost that? a week ago how do you feel about uh, I said this to Mark Riley after I finished mm-hmm. I feel like Atlas having the world 
lifted off of his shoulders. Yeah. Um, because I, uh, I, because I, I through a really awful, uh, chain of events, I ended up having to take way more classes than I should have this year, like mm-hmm. 10 or 11 full classes. Right. And so I was just swamped this semester, like the, like almost nine classes this semester. Yeah. It was the worst. And I was, you'd probably tell I was busy all the time. Yeah. I, and and I finished, and I was just like, it's gonna hit me at one point, and it's gonna feel great, well, and it did, and and uh, it was it's it's but, nice because I can, it feels like a part of my mind that has been freed. Yeah, well, you're talking more specifically about the school work and and being attached to it, right? I mean, which is part of it. For for me, yeah. when I graduated high school, it was just a big, it was an emotional moment in a weird way. It was like it, a, it was emotional for me too because yeah. I've been through a lot in high school. Yeah, I've had I, I've changed a lot in high school, maybe more than ever in my life. Mm-hmm. And I sort of like I went back and looked at old conversations I had had like freshman year. Yeah, which usually isn't a good thing, but it actually kind of felt sort of cathartic when I did it mm-hmm. this time, and it felt very uh, like I had uh, not 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 necessarily paid my dues. Mm-hmm. But I had survived it, which was uh, rewarding. The whole ordeal, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, for me, I had a decent time in high school. I mean, I had the bad times like everyone else. But by my senior year, I had a great senior year and it become started to become respected by people and everything. But I was ready to take on the world, uh, which exactly. is where, which is for people who who maybe know me or people that follow some of my endeavors here on social media and podcasts and everything, to to think that at some point I felt positive and excited for the world in front of me um it might be weird to to hear but that's very real and i'm trying to uh, get back to that actually as i kind of change a chapter in my life now yeah high school and i wrote you that thing that yeah i was very i wrote that very late night uh, describing my Which, high school graduation uh, i bought that song the next morning and have yeah. listened to it on repeat very Here, much here's yes i'll break the fourth wall a little bit and i'll read i'll read what i wrote alex about 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 high school. I, I wrote, when I graduated after the ceremony, before I headed out to celebrate with family and friends, I drove into the sunset and listened to the Beatles' Baby, You're a Rich Man, over and over. How does it feel to be one of the beautiful people? Now that you know who you are, what do you want to be? Have you traveled very far, far as the eyes can see? And in that moment, I felt infinite. And it really, yes. really was palpable. I didn't write the last part. Yeah. I just said that. Um, it was palpable for me. There, and there are those moments. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, I, I know there's a lot about Los Angeles that I'm not prepared for and everything. Yeah. Um, but when I when I visited last summer, I mm-hmm. felt a lot of those palpable moments. Yeah. Uh, it was. You got a glimpse yeah. into your future. Yeah. I went to this. Uh, I, I, I traveled from San Francisco to LA. Yeah. Uh, and it was the greatest road trip of my life. I traveled through Big Sur and I drove to PCH. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those few times where those shots in the movies of the people driving down the PCH, it was yeah. one of those few times where the movies, where, where reality met the movies. Yeah, reality and met it was, the movies. Yeah. It was awesome. And uh, right then I knew it was moving, like instantly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So you're taking and, the leap. I am, and I'm t- totally okay with that. Um, I'm, I get very nervous. I've, I, I think I told a girl one time, I was like, you're very adventurous. 
I'm adventurous with restaurant menus. Uh-huh. But if you want to go jump off a New Zealand cliff in the ocean, I'll climb down and watch you. Yeah. I'm not a taking a leap kind yeah. of guy, both metaphorically and literally. You're not. But I'm okay with this one. <laughs> well, you you have to be, and I think that's part of it too. Is I've made some big leaps in my life, uh, breaking out of my 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 giant shell of shyness and apprehension and fear. But there's some that you just gut tells you this is the one you got to do it, and you gotta you gotta kind of toughen up and do it. And like I told you last time, you're gonna have to dive in and everything. What 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 do you fear? What do you think you're when you say you, you know you're gonna have some things you're not prepared for in LA, other than things I've told you? What what do you what's hitting you? What's making your fear hackles pop up? I don't necessarily know if I'm completely ready for the people. Uh, I know I'm ready for some of them. Yeah. And I know I'm ready for maybe the attitude of some of the people because I've experienced – because a person can be a specific uh, – millions of different ways, billions. Uh, but a- attitude is usually very similar, um, and at least I've learned that. And uh, I'm maybe not prepared for the people as much as I'm prepared for the attitude. And I don't yeah. think I'm necessarily prepared for the uh, immenseness of it all. The imme- I, I, How of, large it will be. Of everything you've just described, the immenseness of it all is uh, – can we make up the word immen- immensenosity? Um, the, the immense nature of the city uh, combined with your pursuit is going to be the thing that will get you the most out of what you've described. The people of L.A. are different. It's big city. It's fast-moving. Uh, that is all true. It would be true if you were going to Chicago, Toronto, New York uh, to pursue stuff there. That's that's true. But you know what? i got to tell you, in my 17 years in, in town, I, I have found and have been surrounded by nothing but great people. And those that didn't make the cut didn't make the cut. And and I think you'll do well, not just because you'll probably be hanging around with us schmoes from time to time. But um, there's a lot of good people in this town, and, and uh, they're not yeah. all – they're not all the space cadet actors and actresses that 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 you would think. Those are there though. Oof. Yeah, and I know Mark Riley's warned me just as much as you have, if not more. Oh, really? You got um, a, you got a yeah. show with Mark Riley now? No, I have phone calls in the car with Mark Riley. <laughs> and right, you're in good hands. Our phone calls are rare, which makes them so sacred. Oh. Um, uh, you're in good hands with Riley and I, uh, uh, guiding you through this town and that, and that's why we're doing yeah. this. That's why I'm always up for you, man, because, uh, I'm here to help you be better than I was when I hit this damn town. Uh, you, you, you are going to yeah. shed some of that fear sooner than I did. I'm going to make yes. that happen. I have one question for you. Yeah. Before, before we, we go and we conclude this yeah. immense phone call. Uh, there's that word again. Yeah. Um, I, uh, have a, a, I'm, I wonder if you're similar, yeah. uh, probably hard cause we are similar in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, I, uh, have a hard time enjoying the good times. Uh, mm-hmm. like when things are the tangible moments are the rare moments when I don't worry because they are, because I can actually feel them around me. Sure. And that's why they're so great. But regular happy moments, like even today, it's more regular than tangible, but I felt specks of tangible in the air. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time enjoying uh, the good times because I always know that like uh, right after is probably not going to be good. The shoe's going to drop is what you fear. Yeah. Like, like, I, like I used to say this to friends. I was like, I haven't felt 
lonely in about two days, it's going to be bad. Uh, it's going to be really bad. Yeah. Bad. Tomorrow, probably. I get it. I get it. I don't necessarily experience it as much now as I, I did. I actually, you know, I had a great time recently at Mark Riley's birthday party. I had a lot of fun. I, yes. I, you know, the first day that I was at Star Wars Celebration, it just those those grand, great moments. Um, I have those days, you know, we all have them. Um, but, yeah, people like us who feel a little bit too much or allow ourselves, and I think that's the key word, is we allow ourselves to feel too much of the dark stuff. Um, you, you will have to learn to turn that off and just live in that moment. And also uh, remember them. Remember, it's that perspective people talk about and, and you need. Um, you know, yeah, so when I'm down in, in the dark times, um, sometimes I just have to stop and go. But, you know, remember that moment two weeks ago where I, I was totally in it and totally happy. And you just have to let yourself get back to those those points. It It, it is choices. Um, not, not saying that depression all stuff isn't chemical and, and inbred. It's certainly – Certainly yeah. is with me. It's in my wiring, but it's a virus. Once it's in there, it never it leaves. Is, but it, it, my father, I've realized that a lot father, recently. Yep, my father's like me, and all that, or I'm like him. I should say, uh, if I was to ever have, if I was to ever have offspring, a Vader knew they'd be a threat to him. Um, no, um, uh, if I ever to have offspring, I'm sure they'd have some of the same issues. But it's all about choosing, man. And that's what I, you know, I recently went on a trip because things have been dark for me, and I left. I uh, left town for two days, didn't do Jedi Alliance, didn't do Game of Thrones, any of the other shows I did. I just picked up and left, and I sat on a beach uh, yeah. in 58-degree weather with the clouds around me because that's how I do sunshine. And I was like, I don't want this to be my legacy anymore. I don't want to be the guy that can't pull it together because he chooses constantly to see the dark side. I'm going to try to be uh, not happier, not happy, happy, joy, joy, but I'm going to make the choices I need to move forward. And and so part of that is feeling those happy moments and then remembering them and, and being able to get back to them on your own and not relying yeah. on outside stuff. Wow, did that get deep? I'm going to write a funny poem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because uh, I've been leading up to this nice day. Yeah. I have been having a lot of very dark moments, mm -hmm. uh, especially – at two o'clock in the morning, while listening to music. Yeah, you need to go. Just... To, you need to go to bed sooner. The fact that we're doing this podcast this late on a th we recorded this. It'll be released later, but we recorded this on a Thursday night. I just got home from Schmoes. Friday morning. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like wee hours of the morning for you. That yeah, you need to go. Sorry, I'm sounding like a fa your father. Go to bed earlier. Yeah, but like, <laughs> and somebody somebody said this to me a few days. Ago. Yeah. Somebody who has been through some of those sort of the same emotions that me and you have been. Yeah. And it was kind of out of nowhere, but I sympathized with it the minute I read it and it said, I don't want to relapse. Yeah. Uh, which I uh, have had a fear of. And then today kind of took it away. Good. I mean, which felt very nice. Very I, I want to end this on a positive note. Hey, it's a good man. And then, you know, you like sad music. I like sad music. Avoid your trigger songs. Do you have some trigger songs that no matter what your mood is, will just trigger depression? No. No? Uh, because, okay, there's, my, my my default mood is melancholy. I get that's it. Why I call, that's why I have invented melancholy, good and bad. Mm -hmm. um, and most of the songs I listen to are sad, but uh, they either put, and this happened tonight, I listen to sad songs, even though it was a nice day. I listen uh -huh. to the songs that make me think. Yeah. Um, and usually happy songs don't do that. Not to 
I don't know why, but they just don't. Well, it's um, yeah. Most and of the great songs so, are sad, but yeah. Some some songs do. Some songs do. And I usually do avoid them for for and use them when I am feeling that way. But do you have um, that one trigger song? You don't have the one? I have one. What is it? Uh, pro- People probably won't know it. it is a dark, dark song. I have t- two. They're both by the same band. Now you're cheating. Uh, it, but it, but they do the same thing, and they're and they're both very intense, like what me. Are they? Uh, there's a song called Milestone by a band called Brand New. Mm-hmm. And then there's a song called um, oh, what is it? I haven't listened to it in so long because it is so dark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's also by it's also by Brand New, and it's on that album too. I'm trying to remember what it is. It's uh, it's, it has something to do with like you knowing or something. I have no idea. And it's it's chaotic and it's i can probably look it up well it's chaotic and it's and it's dark and uh if even the album title shows how dark that album is uh yeah those two songs do put me in that mood but a lot of songs a lot of sad songs put me more in a uh i touched you it put me in all i'm always up sort of mood and existential but 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 that's not what i'm talking about i'm not talking about it because i i know exactly what you're talking about let it be by the beatles or long and winding road or hey jude are so sad they make me happy uh i'm talking about like i have oh i know what it is it's you won't know by brand new I'll have to look it, up. <laughs> it is about uh um i'm not gonna say because it's so dark that it, oh, awesome. it shouldn't be mentioned no I'll, i'm my song is i've changed by by josh joplin group and it no matter i could have the biggest day i could take lena hetty out for that butterscotch milkshake and if i go home and i put in i've changed by josh joplin or it comes up on my my itunes shuffle or something i am right back in that spot and it is it is it is the darkest of the dark songs it is talking about i've changed i've changed everything i've thought before i won't think again i've laid the barrel in my mouth and, and everything I've thought before, one thing again, it, it, it is the darkest of the darks. And I don't care what mood I'm in. I could be having sex with Lena Hetty while having a butterscotch milkshake. That song comes on. I'm immediately depressed. So you've got to avoid yeah. that song. Whatever um, that song is, you have to avoid it. Yeah. The, the You Won't Know song is basically talking. It's a it's a girl mm-hmm. uh, and it's a guy and he's she's broken his heart so bad. He's talking about like, if he dies, mm-hmm. she won't know. Oh, I get you. It is uh, dark. So dark. That's dark. See, we're talking about yeah. dark stuff, and you wanted to end on a happy note. So we're going to end on a happy note. You're going to tell me what are you going to do the 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 next girl that comes along. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> I'll text you. You'll text I'll me. Call, I'll call you. Don't I'll call me. you, and I'll say, Ken. Uh-huh. What, what do I say? That's what I'll do. Yeah, that's what you'll do. Look, I think you you got about a month or so left in uh, in Iowa. Yep, and it will be a busy month. I don't. You but know, I'm ready. I find some time to go back to this girl and say, "Now's the time. Let's have one night before I leave town. Let's go explore those cornfields with our pants down." No, do you think that would work? <laughs> Maybe the pants down part wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm taking a shot in the dark. 
No, um, I would say walk through town. Okay. I, I wouldn't say walk through cornfields. That's that's just creepy. It's, it's your life. And there's bugs out there, Ken. There's gross bugs out it's, there. It's your life. You do what you want. The next girl I find that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say, hey, you want to go take a stroll with her pants down? And I I guarantee you, um, you'll have to call me in jail. All right. Yeah, probably. I'm glad you had a new beginning type of day, man. I, I'm glad this is good. I'm glad you asked that girl out. This is good, and, and your adventures are growing, and and you're taking that big leap, and you should be proud. So have that as a happy moment, please. I uh, The weather was – it was around 6 o'clock at night when the sky was just getting dark. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it was breezy because it had been muddy all day, and it's trying to be even, even muddy now. It's trying to drive bad because Iowa has the worst humidity. Um and I walked out, and it was—it had a nice breeze, and it felt kind of light, like the air itself felt light. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Where like it feels kind of freeing just to be outside. Uh-huh. Son, um, son, I'm, son, I'm in California. Every moment feels like that. Yeah, and <laughs> which is why I can't wait. And uh, I walked, and I walked out, and I listened to one of my melancholy songs, uh-huh. and, I, and I was doing something that was about moving to California. It was productive. It was nice. I was in my driveway, and I sort of just looked up and breathed, and it felt very uh, cathartic. Great. Felt very great. Happy to hear that, man. All right. I'm going to go. i got to record Spotlight Star Wars and go to bed and, uh, and, uh, and contemplate my own life and not listen to dark songs. I wonder what this episode's going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that, man. That's that. I'm so glad yes, that. that girl out. Um, I'm even almost kind of more glad she said no because it just kind of means the world is doing what the world does. Yeah. All right, man. Yep, yep, yep. I'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. All Probably right. it will be when I'm trying to ask a girl out and I'll say, give me one, one minute and I have to call a friend. Hey, I'm it's here. like a f- phone a friend button on how to, how to be a millionaire or whatever. I'm always up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>